When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Guys, let's get right into a trade. So we've got a Superflex 12-team PPR with a 1.75 tight end premium start 10. Are you going A-chain at 25 first or Brees Hall in a 25 second? Scott, start with you, man. Listen, we are almost two years into when we started this show. And we're actually at a point now in Dynasty where I am almost to where I don't care about anything other than outcomes for running backs. I don't care who you are other than probably Bijan. Don't care. Give me the higher pick. These guys are the same to me. People control me in the comments. They can tell me, man, how are you selling Brees Hall so low? But this isn't even close for me. I don't give a shit which one of these guys I have. Give me Devon A-Chain or A-Chan or a cane or however the hell you're saying it. Give me the 25 first over the 25 second. There's going to be a time and a place where I would much rather have that first in my back pocket than that second. And I'm putting both of these guys in my lineup and just living with the results. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, uh, even if you want to take this from a player takes perspective, right? Uh, unfortunately, Brees Hall is in a running back committee with three other dudes um it's like the grossest orgy of all time there's him there's some dude that i don't even know his name i think it's patrick newbin something like that i don't know i can't help you michael that's a fullback chain nick whatever whatever he's getting he's getting snaps uh and uh michael carter and uh what's his face dalvin cook and Dalvin Cook and Michael Carter are eating up half the usage and then leaving Brees Hall with the other half of this usage, which would be fine if we're talking about the Miami Dolphins offense, oh. San Francisco 49ers offense. The team can't score, Shane. Philadelphia Eagles offense. Problem. Unfortunately, we're talking about the Zach Wilson-led Jets offense who just brought in Trevor Simeon and New York is all a flutter over. So, yeah, I'm going to take the pick and I'm going to take a chain, the better pick and they a chain. So who's a positional comp for a chain wide receiver wise? I mean, you're still taking T Higgins over a chain. Are you taking, is he like Brandon Ayuk in terms of value swap? He's a running back, but I don't know. He has a lot of juice right now. He's got, I want more he's than got a Ayuk. big trade market. I want more than Ayuk. What about you, Scott? I, I want one of the sexy wide receivers from this. I want Zay Flowers. I got to get JSN from you. You got to give me one of those dudes. What do you think about that, Scott? So pure value, I think it's still give me the receiver equity because I know I can probably use that for other things. It's much more flexible. 
I mean, listen, A-Chain is not going to be for everybody in my league, right? There's going to be a couple people that go, he's too small. There's going to be a couple people that say, I don't trust that offense. As much as we like the results from the Miami offense, we've also seen the history of this offense, San Francisco, producing a new running back every two weeks. Now, this guy has good draft capital. He's a rookie. He has speed that we've probably never seen other than Raheem Mostert. So to say that he is going to be out of this role for any sort of future time, I don't think is correct. I think he probably is going to be the same type of player on your team for the next couple of years, which is good. You just say, I'm going to play him. I'm going to plug him in and I either get him in my lineup or I'm going to pay the consequences when he drops 50 points. So I think that's the biggest thing is it's the receiver if I'm sitting there with a chain with as my fourth or fifth running back and I had him on my taxi, I have a team where I have him on my taxi. I haven't even promoted yeah. him yet because I haven't needed him. So now this week I'm going to promote him, but then I go, okay, what do I do? Am I starting him over Aaron Jones? And am I starting him over Brian Robinson this week? Like that's the question that you might be running into if you were stashing him. So I think if it's just pure value, give me the receiver if it's in my lineup to actually buy him and say, you know what, I'm going to roster construct around playing him every week, which that's what you have to do. You want to play a chain. You need to just put him in and you need to say, I'm going to ride the 10 touches that he's going to get on average. And I'm going to ride the top offense in the NFL right now. And I'm just going to live with the results. You can't go. I'm going to sit him this week, start him after a big game, sit him when he only gets seven touches. Like you just have to commit to playing him. And if he doesn't fit that on your roster, then I don't want to be holding in the value on my bench in the form of a running back. And that's that's the running back landscape. So I think it just depends on your roster construction. If you're not prepared to play him every week, really no reason to have him. I can't imagine you're not starting him every week. Now, I'll kick myself in the balls because um, I didn't start him in two of the leagues I had him in. One of, them well. being, one of them being the SFB 13. And another league I went with, let's see what the Kendra Miller experience is going to look like. <laughs> um, but I did start him in the other leagues and there will be not a time, um, for the rest of our, our, our pairing that he, he, he will not be started. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Let's move on to, um, <clears throat> excuse me, to two other rookies here. Alex got in the stream very early, 10 31 AM to put this in here. So we're going to put it up on the screen. Can we get a price check on tank Dell and CJ Stroud? How are we feeling on them? CJ Stroud is the QB one of the class. But mostly because nice. Anthony Richardson didn't play last week. But uh, he's up there. Um, anyone that was betting on Stroud over Bryce Young looks like a genius. Um, CJ Stroud looks really good. I remember someone brought it up. I forget who uh, and where. But uh, there was concern <laughs> at some point about CJ Stroud's, Stroud's testing methods. Uh, in one of our chats, right. matter of fact. Um, and I was just like, this dude can't be that dumb. Like, I still like him. I mean, like, unless he can't spell cat, I'm in on him. And uh, I'm happy to say it looks like he's going to be a stud. I, I don't know what to do with Tank, though, because he's not even a slot receiver. He's playing an outside receiver role. Um, he's only got like a 20% slot share. Um, I, I don't know. Can he survive as an outside receiver? Like, we've never seen someone his build do that. I mean, he has the first three weeks. He was a target share leader last week, so... I guess if I could get him for a second, and I was making fun of people doing that in the preseason, that mm-hmm. I guess I would do that. Scott, where are you at? Hmm. Well, let's start with Stroud. So we were talking about this earlier in the Heisman voice chat. If you're interested, patreon.com slash all gas. 
can join Heisman. Lots of great conversations in there. Lots of great conversations in the DTI five. But we were talking about this because I don't know where Shane went, but apparently he had to do something that he does not want us to see. <laughs> if you want to get ahead on CJ Stroud, like we we're in, we've talked about this on many streams in the past. This is a reactionary game now. A player's value is up when they have a good game. It's down when they don't play or they have a bad game. If their situation is looking cloudy, oh man, that player's not that good. It's like we see the immediate reactions. Now with that, it also means that everybody else is having to react just as fast as you. Now they may not agree with it. You may say, hey, I'm not going to give up on a player after two bad games or I'm not going to anoint CJ Stroud better than Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and all those guys after three games. Right. But... If you think that's the way that he's trending, get ahead of it now. Because as soon as you wait another, I don't know, month, if he has seven games, eight games to start the season to what he's looked like in the first three, it it's over. There is no, let's yeah. let's get a plus. It's a four, it's a four first guy. <laughs> it's, well, no, he's basically, if you want CJ Stroud and you think, I've seen some comps of Tua, I've seen comps of Burrow. Like if you think he's going to be in that tier, you need to go pay that type of price now because what's the difference in a month, Clay? It's not going to be you have to pay that price. It's going to be you can't even get him anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's really like if you want to do a pivot to where, let's say you're giving up Trevor Lawrence for C.J. Stroud plus, Joe Burrow for C.J. Stroud plus. Now, there might be people that go, I'm just not even doing that because it's so immediate reactions in today's Dynasty game. Like, I'm not even interested in the guys that are struggling. You know what I mean? Like, if Stroud's going to get there, then I'm I'm fine waiting on the two guys that are struggling right now that I've already seen get to that range. But if you're going to do it, you need to have the conviction to say, hey, Lawrence for Stroud in a second. Like, that's how close it is. That's how quick you have to react. There is no get a first on top of Stroud for one of those guys. Those days are over. He's in that tier. Another month of playing like he is, he's in that tier. So if you want him, you got to get him now. Otherwise, it's going to be in that range where it's like, man, Shane, do you really feel comfortable paying 104 startup prices for CJ Stroud in a month? Because that's what the person that has him is going to want. And if you're not coming with that type of offer, then you're just not going to get him. So if you have the conviction, get him now. It's the same with Richardson. If he wouldn't have got hurt, it'd be the same with him, the way he yeah. started the season. So if you want those guys, you got to go pay the first round startup price now, if not a little more just to get them. I mean, Richardson was on pace for eight rushing touchdowns before he got injured in one game, which I don't know what the record is, but I feel like that would have been it. Can you imagine if he put up eight rushing touchdowns? I mean, both those dudes look like they're legit and their prices are only going to go higher. And I'll, I'll thank sweet baby Jesus every day that I listened to Scott and got me some Anthony Richardson shares um, and that I listened to myself and got some CJ Stroud shares, which I had more, but you know, that's life. Well, and, and just real quick on Tank Dell. So, Take Dell just a guy. Let's face it. Like Shane said, yeah, he's a rookie, but I mean, you look at his numbers, they're good for a rookie, but are you willing to make the bet that he exceeds what he is right now? He's a usable receiver that is on a rookie deal. That's tied to what we think is a, a good quarterback also on a rookie contract, but it's not like you look at tank Dell and go, he's just absolutely breaking fantasy. You know, he's, I think it's an overcorrection because he is better than we expected, but how good is he really? You know what I mean? Like he's not what we thought, but how good is he really to the point where is he just another one of those wide receiver three wide receiver fours that if you have him, you're more excited that you have him. You're more scared that you have to keep him because yeah, he's probably know, at his peak value and movability right now. 
And he's still a part-time right. player. Like my dude's only playing 60% of the snaps. Um, and I don't, I don't want to compare him stylistically to him, but remember how good Darnell Mooney looked as a rookie. It was the, the ceiling was the, the sky was the limit, right? Monster but, target share. Yeah. There's a reason that these dudes weren't first round rookie picks. Yeah. He's a, you know, the, the two, two Atwells and, and tank Dells. Like I, I try to think about them in, in a shallow format. And if, if they're even going to be relevant in a start nine, you know, or a start 10, like they're nice little players at the start 11 or, or 12. It's just, I always wonder who's going to be able to make that leap to be relevant in the shallow league as well. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking about sending out some two, two Atwell offers this, this afternoon on a cigarette break. And then I said, well, no, I don't actually want to pay anything for him. So it's not even worth my time. And I'm not going to insult someone sending out a third because right now he's giving you points that are worth more than a third. So I didn't even bother. I just finished my cigarette. So let's go to, uh, let's go to Brett Robinson here. Thank you very much for the super chat. 12 team super flex start nine, half PPR uh, has Mahomes, Watson, love Saquon, Pollard, Chubb, Dobbins, Warren, Terry McLaurin, Mike Williams, RIP, Deontay, uh, Dio John, excuse me, Tony, Cooks, Komet, Kincaid, and Schultz. Have my, uh, I'm sorry, have a mid-24 first, not his. What do I do with all of these injuries is the question. Um, it doesn't look like there's a second part, although, oh man. Okay, he said two different ones. Okay, Scott, what do you think we should do with this team? Mid-first, 12-team, super flex, start nine, half PPR. Bro, I mean, Brett, anything you touch seems to get injured. If you look at this team, I mean, Chubb, Dobbins, Mike Williams, all those guys done for the year, Saquon, Deontay Johnson, Kadarius Tony. I mean, I don't know if you could blame his injuries on you. Those <laughs> already existed when you had the guy before. But, I, I mean, this is a good team. It's set up very nicely. That running back room looked awesome going in. Now, I don't want to say hindsight, but what would we have said about this team prior to the season, Shane? I get it. It's a start nine, half PPR, but we would have said, man, that's a lot of volatility at running back built into this team. I would have loved to move one of those injured running backs for maybe mm -hmm. a future first or, you know, cause you didn't need all five of those running backs to compete in a start nine. You know, you could have probably used another receiver. You probably could have used an extra first. I think this team still can contend with what you have because it is a start nine and you have Mahomes, Watson, love. Like I don't want to waste yeah. a year with mm -hmm. that. I can still get Pollard in there, Saquon when he's back. I mean, McLaurin, the Cooks, like it's not awesome, but feels like I still have to try to find ways to move. Can I move any of those injured guys for anything of use? I mean, I, I just don't think you can tank a team like this. You, you can't tank a team with Tony Pollard, Pat Mahomes, Watson. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're already in it to finish in the middle. So I know you don't have your own first, but that should just drive me more to try to do what I can to patch these injuries and just – get in the ship or get in the dance and see if I can make some noise. Yeah. I mean, what do you, I, there's nothing you can do. You have Patrick Mahomes and uh, Deshaun Watson, who had an excellent game last week and was screwed out of a 150 yard touchdown pass to Amari Cooper from what I could tell from uh, Scott's rage on Twitter. Um, 63, 63, 63, 150, whatever. It would have helped me. I know that, but um, you, yeah, you have a good team. If you, you just have one of those years where everyone gets injured, there's nothing you can do about that. I I'd be a hundred percent on board with uh, trading Tony Pollard. Um, mm -hmm. But again, that's more of 
because he's a running back and you apparently are cursed and there's a chance that he's going to get injured on your yeah, roster. I think everybody has got to go. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks for that super chat, Brett. Appreciate that. Uh, Sean W also got in the stream really early with an inbox offer. Let's just hit this real quick. So 12 team super flex start 10 uh, PPR 1.5 for tight ends. Send Brock Purdy a late 24 first and a 25 first. Get Josh Allen. Yes. I hope Wait. he's done. I hope he already accepted this. Sean W. Hope, hopefully you're you're celebrating. You took yeah. the rest of the day off after hitting accept. What which which reality are we in? Like we're in our timeline, Wait, right? What, what we're, that was <laughs> a realitor. A half real reality and a half realitor. It was half realtor, but we are in our reality, right? We're in our timeline. Like we have the Josh Allen of this timeline, the Brock Purdy mm -hmm. of this timeline. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking that trade. I'm getting Josh Allen, please. Listen, I've gotten a couple questions about man. Have you looked at the quarterback scoring? It's very level. There hasn't been there there really hasn't been a quarterback that has just broke fantasy yet. At least none of the ones we are paying for. And people are asking, man, how are your two QB elite builds working out? And the answer is, it depends on which ones. Yeah. Some right. of them are crushing. Some of them are, you know, you're struggling and hoping that your QBs that you have get back. So that's one thing that does that mean I'm not going to overpay for the elite quarterbacks? No, but I put it this way before the season, I probably would have gone. That's a laughable trade, but I at least can see where, especially if the quarterback scoring is a little different in your league, I can see where more people are willing to do that deal. Mm -hmm. And I actually think if you are trying to pivot off of the quote unquote wrong elite QB, you're not getting the price that you thought you would have got a month ago. Like go try to pivot off Burrow or Lawrence. People will take them. They will upgrade to them. But in terms of that guy's worth three to four first or that guy's worth. So you know, what should you be doing then? You should be buying these buying dudes. You be set, should be sending out offers on Allen and you should be sending out offers on Lawrence. You should be sending out offers on Watson, on Burrow, on uh, other uh, – that's the only elite ones that aren't really performing up to snuff, right? So far, Jalen Hurts. Really, you don't you don't uh, count Justin Fields as Fields. elite anymore, do you? No. I think that that ship has sailed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's let's uh, let's get into him because uh, he is on the thumbnail. Thank you for the uh, super chat and carrot four is apparently what that uh, that symbol is. Now that's Fields. Square. Panic time. Hold that, and pray. That's n um, squared four. Um, so I don't want to continually plug our patreon but i'll plug our patreon uh we had a discord the monday morning drive time with shane and scott um mm -hmm. on uh, monday monday, morning. the previous monday not this monday the monday prior um and it's always a venture on that ride and we had justin fields <laughs> conversation for 45 minutes and you know going into it I, I was a little circumspect about his results by the end of the conversation listening to everyone else's thoughts and then the market on him i was pretty much 100 percent out i did try to buy him low in a couple spots and people got greedy, um, and now I bet they feel pretty bad. But after seeing what I saw last week, I'm even more out. Like we thought he was going to come out just ripping and running, right? Like he, this is Justin Fields yeah, is going the going. Chiefs, the Chiefs I, is legit though. Like who it's thought okay. he was going to smash? It's good, it's good. But here's the thing: if you're a special player, you're going to put up points regardless of what defense you're playing at the quarterback position, because you could just take off and run when that's in your skill set. He even bother right. to do that, so. Now, I, I'm panicked. I won't say I'm panicked anymore because I don't own them in any leagues. Um, but if I had them, uh, yes, I'd be in panic mode. 
Yeah, I think that's the biggest difference. Because if everyone remembers, I mean, we do have to have a little bit of insight and realize that you remember through a month last year, the panic was very similar on Justin Fields. And in fact, it was probably worse last year. For sure. Only because we hadn't seen anything good, really, except for a very short period of time in 2021. Like, we really hadn't seen any elite play from Justin Fields. And then all of a sudden, he goes from the first four games last year just going like, this is a landscape where there's no possible chance anybody is going to be able to produce. So it bottomed out last year. Mm-hmm. But then he just ripped off a ton of good games and ended up finishing as like a top six quarterback or top seven quarterback. And so people forgave him. And then that's why the expectations were so high this year. Here's the problem. He's always been an absolutely horrible NFL quarterback. I put out that Zach Wilson tweet saying he was the worst quarterback in the last decade. And it's got like a million impressions. It's been the most popular tweet I've ever put out, but <laughs> buried in that graphic the 11th worst quarterback we've seen in the last decade is Justin Fields. And if you just take all of the names, if anyone sees the tweet, a lot of people have probably seen it. You look at the graphic and you go, man, everybody in the range that's around Justin Fields and Zach Wilson, every one of them sucks. And people are going, man, what, what is this metric? What is CPOE? What is EPA? What is quarterback efficiency? Why do I care about that? And I'm like, even if you're debating it, First of all, I didn't make the graphic. It's just from a website, right? Mm-hmm. But the second thing is, like, I'm giving you a list, and he's in a group with, like, literally yeah, 50 other terrible <laughs> So it has to say something when I say, yeah, here's the most comparable, and the 40 names that he's close to, all of them suck. And so it's like, <laughs> that tells you something. But last year, we were able to forgive him because guess what? He was still scoring fantasy points. I mean, Clay, do you know where Fields ranks right now in terms of fantasy points per game? Just take a guess. Uh, 26. A little higher. And he actually had one pretty decent game. So, I mean, it's not like he's been a complete zero, but he's quarterback 22 in points per game. Mm. So it's not even like, man, he's a bad NFL passer, but he's scoring top 12 fantasy points. He's not even doing that. Like you're starting Baker Mayfield and you're getting more points. So it's like, where is the value floor? And this is the, the third example we've had where, Shane, this guy must be pretty bad at like NFL quarterbacking. So Mm -hmm. I think people are starting to get wise when they realize, man, the the ship might be sailed. The plug may be pulled after this year. Everyone knows the Bears situation. Two first round picks. Their pick is looking like the 101 or 102. And then they're going to have another pick, you know, obviously from the Panthers, which is also looking like a top five pick. Looking good. Uh, the only thing I'll say about Fields, I wrote the the strategy today, the Justin Fields exit strategy on Destination Debbie. If you have subscription to it, you can check out that article. But only saving grace is he faces the Broncos this weekend at home. Now, the only worry That's is if he, does, 70. <laughs> if he doesn't crush the Broncos, then we're probably in trouble. Like, that should be the get right yeah. game. I guess my question for Shane is, let's say he goes out and slays the Broncos. Top five quarterback this week in fantasy. Will people give him credit for that? Or will they just say, oh, the Broncos defense is the worst in the league. It was a fluke. Like, like, will it matter? Should you be trying to get out now? Or do you gamble that he has a big game and things turn around in one week? Is it salvageable in one week? I don't want to split the baby, but the people that still believe in him are going to be like, see, see, I showed you. And then I guess 70% of the rest of the market's going to go sell, sell, take the life raft, mm-hmm. take the life raft. Like <laughs> yes. I keep joking around about it, but every time someone posts a trade in the discord, and they're like, what about this one? And it's Fields and a random first on the other side. I'm like, take the life raft, grab the rope, 
Like if you drown after this, that's on you, and I'm not going to feel bad for you. Not real. That's a metaphorical uh, analog. I've I've got him in a couple four point per passing touchdown leagues, and it and it pains me to like to try to sell him. I mean, I know maybe just got to cut bait sometimes, but in that format, like Lamar and and Fields, I thought I was in this like dream spot. You know, I mean, what's your record? I mean, you have Lamar, so but what's your record in that league, Clay? Yeah, I'm uh one and two. And have you jammed Fields in every week, just praying that he gives you good points? So, so I sat him. I sat him okay. and put Dak in his place, and Dak didn't exactly smash, but I think it was six more points than than Fields or something. So, at least I did sit him. That's that's a that's a big move for me. Uh, let's go to go ahead. I just want to highlight this because Shane is yeah. very very bold about this, but I want to let him repeat it on the stream. Shane, you are taking any first round pick for Justin Fields, right? Just yeah. walking away. There is yeah. no, yeah. I'll wait later. I'll nickel and dime. I'll try to get a second. It is goodbye. See ya. I'll wipe. It's somebody else's problem that mm-hmm. they can deal with. Right? Yeah. Look, if I could squeeze whatever backup quarterback they have on their roster, I, and I mean any backup, like Tyler Bandit, Kobe Brissett, Kobe like Tyson, Tyson Badgett, who is yeah, going to take over the fields. Yeah. Okay. Tyler Huntley, just a, a human being that can play the quarterback position. Mark Rippon's uh, grandson, Brett Rippian. I don't care. Give me him. <laughs> His I couldn't do it. I couldn't sell him for a single first. I'm still going to somehow need to get two Clay is the guy package. you sell him to. I, look, I'm going to trust the process, right? I like, will definitely buy Justin Fields for a. The, the, and uh, if, it'll have to be a late 24 first. Yeah, and, and if you want to buy low, team. and if you want to buy low, and here's the thing: if you want to buy low, I have no problem giving up a late 24 first for something that mm-hmm. you're convicted in. You know what I mean? And and just understanding that, all right, there's a pretty good chance that this pick's going to end up getting flushed down the toilet, and I can't do this all the time. But let me try it with someone like Fields, who has a physical ability to go out there and put up elite qb1 numbers like he did last year at like least scott was right. like scott was saying it's kind of a uh an nfl quarterback problem yeah <laughs> you know him him having a leash for being a good nfl quarterback bailey thank you for the super chat he's got a a one of two here 12 teams start 10 super flex no tight end premium with a 12 man bench it's half ppr and half point per first down Tua, Anthony Richardson, Gino, and Kyler at QB. Ramondre, Monty, and Bums. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Higgins, DK, Keenan, Marquise Brown, Jaden Reed. And then he has Andrews and Waller. All picks except for a 24 first. Trades so far sent 24, 24 first and Pittman for Higgins and a 24 fourth. Since, all right, let's start with that one. What do you think about that one? <laughs> we both made faces, noises, things like that. Not, yeah. It's easy to say this is a bad deal with how Higgins is produced and how their offense looks, but yeah, I, none of us would have done that trade before the season. So we wouldn't have given up a leverage deal where we're throwing a first just to upgrade at what our wide receiver three or wide receiver four spots. I mean, that that's not a good process trade to begin with if all you're getting is T Higgins. Now, if that was you know, Amon Ross, St. Brown, or, you know, someone that's a tier above then sure. I could have lived with it. Even if you missed, even if that was like, I would trade Garrett Wilson for that deal right now. But if you would have got Garrett Wilson for that before the season, before the Rogers injury, and you were betting on Garrett Wilson, the ascending asset, then okay. But yeah, that looks like yeah. a, just a nightmare deal to give up Pittman. And I mean, you've given up the better receiver. Yeah. So 
there's and the first, but there's three wide receivers this year that have had double 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 digit targets every week. Um, none of those wide receivers are T. Higgins. One of them is Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman's only 25, and I know the narrative before the season was, and it it's based off historic you know, historical comps or what's happened in the past, rookie quarterback, running quarterback, he could be in trouble. It definitely could have went that way, but it seems that Gardner Minshew's locked on them before that Anthony Richardson locked on them. Like he's just the target hog in that offense. Like it's just going to sure. continue. So no, so, I don't like that trade is much what I said. Let's, and and you, you, well, you smashed the second trade. Yeah. Let me read traded, it out. Yeah. yeah. So sent Cam Akers, Rashad Bateman, uh, Mechie, and Hunter Henry for Keenan Allen. Yeah, you traded a bunch of cloggers. Yeah, I you mean, killed that. So what I would do is just tell people combine this into one trade, and then <laughs> it sounds better in the aggregate. So yeah, no, I, I love that trade nice, for Keenan Allen. Nice week uh, this past week for for that trade to come through. And I, he said thoughts, what to do from here. Let's, let's take a quick peek at his uh, at his team. Give us a ten dollars super chat here. It's half PPR, half point per first down. That that's a good looking QB room. I mean, could you ask? Could you ask for more? No, um, he's got a he's got a competent QB room, even with Kyler not playing. And it sounds like Kyler is going to play. And hate to say it, but the the Arizona offense actually looks competent. And I'm kind of excited for Kyler to come back if he comes back. Kind of excited for him to come back. And then you got he's I mean, got Marquise Brown as the stack, but. Well, you've hit yeah. on Hollywood Brown. You've hit on DK Metcalf, Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill so far. I mean, you're stuck with Higgins, but I mean, I, I do laugh at the running back room. Ram Monty bums. <laughs> Funny, uh, Ram it, Monty bums. Would have been nice to have that 24 first laying around right now to maybe buy a running back upgrade somewhere. You know, that might be what keeps you from getting a buy. But I mean, this is a good team. I'm sure this team's doing well. Three and zero, two and one. Yeah, tight end solid too with Andrews and Waller. All right, thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that super chat. Let's knock out an early inbox offer just in case this is sitting in K Foreman tens uh, inbox. Uh, Twelve team super flex start eleven PPR. Send Diggs, Brian Robinson, and Tutu Atwell for T Law. Other QBs: Hertz, Carr, Jimmy G. Feel like the value is there, but don't want to take my team out of contention. I'm three and zero. Uh, I'm doing this. What? T Law, please. Yeah. I mean, even in a start 11, yeah. Yeah. Cause none of the dudes you're giving up are a quarterback. And it's not like you're giving up significant pieces outside of Steph Diggs. And this is from a guy that I like Brian Robinson. He's, he's, he's fine. But no, dude, yeah. Smash that. Go get yourself some, uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. You have to there. You have to. You're never going to have that available again at that price. Nope. That's getting full value for uh, for old man Diggs. Okay, let's go to um, let's go to Dustin, and then I'll pull up a uh, another question here. Uh, thank you for the super tat, super tat. <laughs> thank you for the super tat, Dustin DeKonig. Twelve team start ten super flex PPR one point five for tight ends. Uh, records two and one. The question is contend or tank. Roster is Josh Allen hurts. Well, there's a problem. Stafford, Christian Watson, Ayuk, Mike Evans, Jacoby, JSN, James Conner, AJ Dillon, Goddard, uh, OG picks, and an extra second and third. Any moves? Mid team and likely trending down. Thanks. 
I said that's a problem right off the bat with Josh Allen and Hurts. Kind of tough to tank that team. Yeah, I mean, you're two and one with your quarterbacks not playing particularly well or scoring particularly well. Um, I, you know, I look if I'm closer to contending than not, I think I'd rather try to contend. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to look up Jacoby Myers' uh, target share because it was ridiculous. It's 31. percent Him yeah. and Adams are the highest two combo in the league, and that, that's it's ridiculous. To, to your point. If I have Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, I don't give a shit what the rest of my team is. That's a contender for this year. If it doesn't yeah. work, it doesn't work. If you want to get creative and try to find ways to sell like Mike Evans and replace the production, and not even the production. When you sell a guy like Mike Evans on a team like this, you are kind of like retooling midseason and you're just recouping the value, but you're just going to throw something else into his place to where you go, I probably wouldn't have started that guy, but you know, I have Tank Dell on my bench and I haven't been playing yeah. him. I have Josh Palmer on my bench and now I have a chance to maybe play him. In a start 10, you would go, man, those guys are not locked in starters. But when you trade Mike Evans, is he a downgrade to going to one of those guys from Evans? Yes. But now I'm able to start somebody that I wouldn't have probably been starting before. But I don't purposely try to blow up a team that has Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. Like any given week, those guys could take you to the finals by themselves as long as you just get mm -hmm. some points elsewhere. So yeah, that I wouldn't worry that it's a mid-tier team. I'll wait for the I'll just say this. People that have the elite QBs, especially the ones that you've seen produce at the elite level before, wait till the bye weeks. Wait till other teams that are rolling out Andy Dalton and Jimmy Garoppolo are not feeling so confident in three weeks. Just just wait to where that stability and that upside feels a little bit better later on in the season. Tr definitely trust that process. I mean, that's what you build towards, right? That That's how you build an elite team is through your quarterback room. So you can't be mad that your quarterbacks are elite and you don't think your wide receivers are or, or your running backs aren't. Like, no, nah, dude, like you've got the two elite quarterbacks. Now let the rest of the team just has to be good to decent. That's probably the other way around. Decent to good, but you get the gist. And he's had yeah. some injuries. He had Ayuk. He had Christian Watson. Like your team really hasn't, hit to where it could, right. you know, you can, you can be good with that team that you had. So this was from our discord earlier. If you're rebuilding, what type of moves are you making with a QB room of Tua Watson and Dak? thought this made sense to bring it in now, since we were talking, uh, talking QBs. It's, it's a nice little QB room, but Scott, what are you, what are you doing? If this is your QB room and you're rebuilding was the specific question. I mean, I'm good with this QB room probably going forward. I mean, if you if you put it this way, all of these are Tua? all of these QBs are there's a sliver of all of them that are acquired taste. They're not just a, a locked in market will love them no matter what. I think generally the market likes all three to an extent when they're playing well, especially. But I also think where the market could turn on any of these three if something negative happened. You've already seen it with Dak. You've definitely seen it with Watson. Any negative thing he does just gets blown out of proportion, which, okay, he put himself in that situation. And then we all know the risk with Tua. So I don't look at this as, man, I'm, this is a risky QB room. Like these are three dudes that are going to have starting jobs until they don't. So there's not in any risk of these guys falling. But Shane, how can I create value out of this QB room where it doesn't exist on the surface? Can I move one of these guys and get a second can I get Kyler Murray in a second for one of these guys right to now? A, to a, to a tag of a Golova. And, 
and that's cre- that's not disrupting at all my QB room for next year, right? You feel the same confidence with Tua versus Kyler, but I got a free second out of it. Yep. Same if a guy were to get injured. If, if Burrow were to go on the IR, I bet you get Burrow for Watson. You know, and, you, can, you can make that kind of pivot and feel okay with it because so. you don't disrupt what your build is. And as discussed in our Discord channel, if there's one dude that could go from 100% value to 0% value in one play, it is our friend Tua, who has looked great, and I do not wish that on, but he's the one I would be moving on from. Yeah, no doubt. So Shane has just mentioned, and we have said um, about our Discord, look below me there. Join our Patreon if you are able. The 365 eyeballs in here. Thank you for joining. Patreon.com slash gas. You can find our tier. It's a Dynasty Trades in 5 tier private discord we have a bunch of sub channels trash trade offers roster review um yeah just a general chat shane and scott do a monday morning drive which is pretty cool and an hour-long live ama on saturday night so just ton of bonus content take a peek patreon.com slash all gas is our tier and then if you want to go to destinationdebbie.com, they have the destination five tier which is a combo tier with the Destination Devi Heisman tier and ours. So it's an obnoxious amount of content. Um, yeah, big, big win. Just incredibly busy in that Discord. Ours so included. 380 eyes in here. I expect to see everybody in the Discord at some point. <laughs> no, it's it's growing. Um, it's growing and it's fantastic. We appreciate the support. It's definitely going to be the lifeblood of this uh, channel. That's for sure. Okay. So let's move on to another question here in our chat. Uh, Corey Williams has a super chat for us. Thank you very much. One of two, 10 teams, start 11, super flex, PPR, 1.5 for tight ends. 0-3 despite top four in points. Um, assets are Patrick Mahomes, Lamar, James Cook, Connor, A-Chain, Scrubs, Pitts, Amon Ross St. Brown, Terry McLaurin, Ayuk, Christian Watson, Puka, Godwin, Nico, and Deontay uh, rings off a bunch of players. I have two twenty-four firsts, two twenty-four seconds, two twenty-five firsts. The only zero and three team. Should I use player slash picks to buy up to try to turn it around, or sell selectively to acquire more twenty-four picks? How much to keep versus tear down? Okay, so going back to his team, ten team superflex start eleven. Uh, main assets, we're looking at Mahomes, Lamar, James Cook. Yeah, go ahead. You can Devin see Devin chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his wide receivers are good. Look, this is one of those, your top four in points scored. Like, it's just, you've got kicked in the nuts a few times so far at the beginning of this year. It happens. It's going to it's gonna regress. It's going to even out. And you're going to be fine. Uh, I'm not tearing this down under any circumstances. But if you, you know, wanted to make some moves, you wanted to sell high on Puka, you wanted to sell high on Nico, um, can't sell on Dio John. But if you wanted to sell high on Puka and Nico, I think you could do that and you'd still be in the same spot pretty much to compete. Yeah, this is one of those where the more and more we look at these, I'm starting to kind of change my tune just a little bit. Like this is one of those on the surface. You look at the team and you go, damn, this is a pretty stacked team. Now top four in points means I've probably gotten bad luck in terms of my schedule thus far, but mm-hmm. I probably also didn't start Devon a chain. I probably missed out on at least, I'm sure I missed out on that first Puka. At least, at least one Puka. Yeah. And I may have not started him. It's a start 11. So I probably was starting Godwin. Deontay uh, Ayuk, yeah. I, Amon Ra. 
you know, I was probably, I probably didn't start Puka in week two either. Most likely, you know, cause I yeah. started James. I mean, I, I, good chance you didn't have him in the lineup. So you've missed out on a ton of points. You've missed out on like three of the top 15 fantasy point weeks from non quarterbacks thus far. And now you're sitting here with a, a roster where you're like, damn, this is a good team. I probably can set a pretty competitive lineup, but here's the only thing. It's a 10 team, mm-hmm. which means every other team in my league probably has two quarterbacks that they're not Lamar and Pat Mahomes, but they're not the same as if it's a 14 team or a 12 team where there's two or three teams that are literally trying to start Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, you know, Josh Dobbs here. I bet you every team probably matched you a lot closer at QB than you really gave it credit for. Dude, he had, he had Lamar and Patrick Mahomes, right? Yeah, but in a I, ten team, the positional yeah, advantage yeah, I, isn't I, quite I, there. I, I, I get no, that. I, I'm yeah, I'm explaining yeah. why he's zero and three. I'm not explaining what he could be going forward. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to put the same values we place on QBs in a ten team, then you need them to produce at that range. If you, because here's the thing: if you had this roster and it was, you know, Burrow and Lawrence you're getting killed. It doesn't even matter who your other teams are and our other players are. And it's because everybody else isn't struggling to start QBs. Now, as the season goes on, I get it, but you, you've seen our chat in the discord chain in a 10 team. I am much more in favor of just having four quarterbacks. I, I get it. I get it. Everybody's scared of quarterbacks because they've had three bad weeks so far. I get it. I get it. Everyone's out on them. Quarterbacks are dead. Just trade them all for running backs, guys. I mean, that's basically the panic in the streets. Panic in the streets over the quarterbacks having three three rough weeks. But but you get what I'm saying. In a 10-team, with the way that the war has distributed this year at quarterback, it's not favorable in a 10-team to have the elite ones because they haven't been the difference-making players that you would have expected yet. I agree. But he's 0-3. So, I mean, I I don't know if you had any thoughts on what he should do, but he's 0-3. He just has to keep setting his best lineup, right? So, so here's the thing, and we're already getting over our skis, people. Let's not act like at the end of the playoff season, right? Like the fifth and fourth seed are like five games ahead of the sixth seed, the seventh seed. Dude, it's literally one or two games. You rip off two wins in a row, and guess what? You're middle of the pack. I'm not panicking like that at 0-3 with that that team. There's teams that I legitimately, if I'm 0-3 and and I've earned it, I'm going, I got to move pieces. I got to do something else. This one, I think you can just move little pieces. relative to to the others and P- puka i was going to call him pico i was just going to combine him and nico collins <laughs> puka and nico collins and uh still pick up pieces that's that's just my thoughts on it here's a quick one for you scott tyler beck thank you for the super chat mahomes or t law 25 first 26 first 12 teams start 10 four point for passing touchdown hmm Four-point passing touchdown, I'm okay taking the extra picks just because the skill players that you can get are worth more. But depends on your league market. Are you just going to be stuck with those two firsts or are that going to be legitimate assets that I can move around? Like, Can I turn those two firsts and something else into a top 10 receiver? If so, then I'll give me the Lawrence side. If it's I'm just going to get stuck with them, then I'm okay keeping my homes. Got to be an active league. Yeah, great. Okay. Did you want to weigh in on that, Shane? No, but I like this comment, Marlo. Mario V, even. I am so blind right now. I wish I was wearing my glasses. But uh, Mario says people just <laughs> want to act. Inaction is scary when you're 0-3. And look, I don't always advocate inaction. I just, it, 
I like to be, you know, sometimes I, I like to calm down and go, all right, let me look at what's actually happening here. Do I need to panic? I'll panic when there's reason to panic. You know what I mean? Like if the house is on fire, I'm not just going to sit there. But if it's just the toaster oven's burning, we'll be all right. <laughs> you'll get up. You'll go check. You'll go check on it. Yeah. It'd be all right. I'll turn it off. I'll be like, oh, you, I guess you can't leave bagels in the toaster oven for 45 minutes, huh? That's all right. In the Discord the other day, didn't somebody like ask you to do more like comparisons of like players to consumer products? Or consumer, like there that? was street value. There was there was a request yeah, for yeah, you to bring yeah. up the street value of some some players. That's again. right. It was well. It was the Will Levis. Uh, yeah, brought that. Yeah, we're gonna have to work out a, a, a some kind of like scale ratio to 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 get that working properly. But we'll 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 be looking forward to that. Yeah, we'll do we'll do better. Uh, Scott, we'll go to you on this one. Bob Pierce, thank you for the super chat. A lot of trades are being offered, but most are for running backs. Are you giving late picks for running backs that help your RB room, i.e. Zach Moss for a random second? Are you giving a random second for Zach Moss right now? No, isn't this the same Bob Pierce that um, a couple weeks ago tried to give a bunch of uh, super chats and... Yeah, Bob, I, I, I got to yeah. commend Bob. He figured out how to ask the question with the super chat. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. Again, uh, I'll just, Bob. I'll just say this: <laughs> we had this discussion in the Heisman chat tonight before I jumped in here, probably three hours ago. Running backs today, and it's not just the Zach Mosses of the world; it's ninety-five percent of them. You are seeing through three weeks in Dynasty, running backs are as good as what they can do for the team that has them in this week or the upcoming game. So for Zach Moss, you are. Sure, go try to trade Zach Moss for a second. But I'm going to tell you to go pound it if you try to trade me, my Zach Moss, for a second. I'm not paying a second. Just like when Clay tried to nickel and dime me for a, th for a second on Josh Kelly, not realizing Josh Kelly sucks. And the point is, if you have Zach Moss and you're not winning, he should be gone for a third. Don't even care. I'm not trying to gouge. The value is getting the deal done. And I should also go be able to buy Zach Moss for a third if he's on a team that's not using him. There, there shouldn't be a he's worth a second because he had two good games in a row. Or he's not worth anything because he hasn't had a good game. It's about right now is someone starting him. If they're not, they're worth nothing. Yeah, I mean, it is two more starts enough for you to consider? One more start. What week is this coming up? Three? We four. Are, no, four. Jesus, yes, that's four. right. The Eagles are three. No, I forgot. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> late, late week. Uh, we've got definitely one more start out of him, right? I don't know how many more starts we have out of him. So uh, he's gone. Like, I, I, one start isn't enough for a second if it's not in the playoffs. Not for me. Well, and so here's the thing. Let's say Shane has a team that's in the middle. And I have a team that's in the middle. Shane wants to sell Zach Moss. He only wants to sell me Zach Moss for a second. Here's my assessment. I go to my team. Do I need to play him this week? Yeah, right. If the answer is no, then I'm not paying the second. It's that simple. And Shane, I can say, Shane, are you playing Zach Moss this week? Well, no, Scott, I didn't have him in my lineup. But you still want a second. You understand that your Zach Moss share could go to zero with like, you know, one ankle sprain and he's dead. You know what I mean? So it's like mm -hmm. both people have to be willing to compromise in the middle and I just see too many people saying, oh, man, I can't trade your Raheem Mostert for a second. I can't. He's worth more because he just did an awesome game on Sunday. Okay, how does that help anybody? He is what? What is the person using him right now? That is his value. No more, no less. Yep, well said. Gamer Dude, thank you for the uh, super chat. 
T-Law, Deshaun Watson, Miles Sanders, Roshan, Charbonnet, Ridley, Christian Watson, Puka, Elijah Moore, Downs, Laporta, and Njoku. Just traded Diggs and two-thirds for 25 and 26 firsts, both mid slash late, and Michael Wilson. How'd I do? Any other moves? We don't have the format is, is the problem here. Uh, I mean, you have to think it's a little bit more on the shallow side if you're able to get two firsts, you know, for, yeah, so for digs. I, I, well, he traded digs and two thirds for a 25 and a 26 first. That's one of those, like, I could see making a deal like that. If I'm buying an old person, I'll kick the can to 26. You know what I mean? If I was trying to get Devontae Adams, I'd rather give up those two picks. Um, although, frankly, I'd rather give up my 24 because my 24 is going to be better. So I just talked myself into a circle. So his question is, how did he do? He traded digs and two thirds for a 25 and a 26 first. He traded digs right. for a 25 and a 26 first. Correct. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's two firsts. Yes. Um, and I know sometimes I'll talk out of both sides of my mouth with this, but 26 is a little far away. Um, the time value of money makes that 26 first worth about a second right now. Now, yes, you can move it in some leagues, but not, not, not as freely as a 24 and a 25. So I, I don't like the trade. Um, and I, I don't care about Michael Wilson. He is a tiny little man though. If, uh, if I remember correctly from what I was watching the other day, he's not tiny. What are you talking about? Who was it? Who was the, who they hit over the middle? You weren't watching the game with me. So you Michael no Wilson is not tiny. So who was it? Was it who who was the little guy? He was tearing it up. He looked good. It was one on pass. The, on the Cardinals? Yeah, yeah. It was while I was at the skating rink. Does that help? Was it Hollywood Brown? No, 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 no. I would have I would have recognized Hollywood. Anyway, get get to the point. What, what do you think? So was it so looking Go ahead. I was gonna say they only have like four receivers they've played Rondale Moore, Hollywood Brown, Zach Pascal, and Michael Wilson. Maybe it was another game then because it wasn't any of those dudes. <laughs> Never mind. Nice. No, looking at this team though, do like where do you think this team is in terms of in terms of standings and if it can contend and you know, I, I almost like it. Like when are you gonna be able to get two first for, for digs? And well, yeah, there is that where's this like, team going this year? I don't think this team's gonna gonna win this year. Um so I assume that his next move is going to be trying to get rid of Sanders and Ridley. Um, I just, I, for me, a 26 pick doesn't move the needle right now. Okay. I mean, I guess I don't know the full, full scope of his team. What's his record? Mm -hmm. How good is he relative to his league? We don't even know the format. I mean, he did drop us 20 bucks. So, I mean, the only thing I would say is if you're moving digs and you're just trying to escape from some of these assets, then Really, you got to continue. And I mean, why aren't you moving Calvin Ridley? He's only a year younger than Diggs. You know, why are we holding on to? I assume that's Miles Sanders, Roshan Johnson, and Zach Charbonnet. Right. Like, I'd be trading Roshan Johnson as soon as he's the starter, and Miles Sanders would have been gone yesterday. So it feels like if the Diggs is just an escape move, then I can understand building around Puka and Ridley or Watson, Puka, Laporta, the quarterbacks. But you know, there's other stuff we can move here. Hey, Scott, you know who's leading the league in targets per game at running back? Uh, Miles, Miles Sanders, Sanders is like number two or something. Miles Sanders is one, but you know who's also averaging like 3.4 yards per reception? Hmm. Miles Sanders. Anyway. 
<laughs> so what's the co- you're not selling him or you are? Uh, I'm selling him. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. Just say he's he's a running back on his second contract. <laughs> I'm I mean. selling every running back that I've ever met. If your name's not Bijan, uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Would you even bother trying to move from like a chain to Gibbs? Is there any desire to to even do that? Like, would you tack on, let's say, two seconds to a chain for Gibbs? Yeah, you would do that, no problem. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at Scott's face. Let's just assume it's our normal stock format. We talk. I mean, the funny thing is, Gibbs' usage has been exactly what you've wanted it to be, and like mm. everyone, well, every now here, let me rephrase. Montgomery misses the game. And he has 20 touches or 18, 20 opportunities, 18 touches. But we complain because he didn't get enough targets. The week before, he gets nine targets. But we complain because he only had, what, four carries or five carries or something like that. So what people really want is, man, can we get him nine targets and 17 carries? And how many running backs get that? None. So it's just... I'm fine with Gibbs. The fantasy points just haven't come, but the usage you're looking at it going like any game Gibbs could have the 30 plus point game. And now you're going Gibbs RB two in dynasty. You know, it's like, no, I'm not tack. I'm not necessarily chasing that, but if you told me I pay a second on top of a chain for Gibbs. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, Ray said it well. He, uh, and I'll totally jack this up, but he was saying something along the lines of people want Gibbs to be a tank, but he's a Ferrari. You know, he's just not going to get just this bruising workload. No, um, I don't want him to get a bruising workload. I like no, nine, yeah. nine targets a game. Jesus Lord. Sign uh, me up day. every day of the week. I don't care if he gets two carries a game, if he's getting that type of target share. Yeah, he can pick. He can just eat yards too. just gobble him up when he gets the ball. Okay, let's go to uh, Giant Detroit. Let's throw this up. Got two hammers, two squirts, LFG. Thanks for joining. I like the uh, Lions Kool-Aid uh, avatar. It's actually pretty cool. Um, 394 eyeballs in here. Thanks again for for joining. That's awesome. Hopefully we can breach that 400. We had over 500 week one. I don't know. Maybe we're just, uh, maybe we're losing that, guys. I don't know. But hit that like if you're in here. Appreciate that. Okay. Dynasty Dumpster Fire. Shane, we're going to start with you on this one. Okay. One of two. 12-team Super Flex. Thank you for the Super Chat. PPR Start 9. All in. Love it. QBs, Lamar Jackson, T-Law, Carr, Jimmy G. Running back, ETN, Jacob Swift, Monty. Wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, Chase, CD, DK, Pittman, tight end, Hawkinson. 124 first for the next three years. Moves, I obviously have no draft capital. Was thinking of attaching that 24 first T-Law and another asset to get up to the tier above, or should I hold the pick and try to win? Okay. Could you, could you go back to that first part? Yeah, of course. Um, no, I'm fine with uh, LJ and T-Law. Uh, I don't feel the need to add a first to T-Law, and I don't know what tier you're going to move up to. Like, I, I, If I own Pat Mahomes, I'm probably not giving him to you for T-Law on a first. Um, same with Jalen Hurts. So I don't think we need to touch anything with the quarterback room. I'm, I'd be pretty reticent to move that 24 first since it's the only draft capital I have. Um, it's my only, like, if something were to happen, you know, to, to JJ or Chase or CD or DK, even Pittman, like, that that's my one chip to use. I don't want to use it on a position where I'm already fairly strong. So I, I'd say I'm holding on to that pick, and I'll, I'll, I'll ride it out until I see another move, if I see another move. 
I like this team a lot. I'm, I'm not trading away that 24 first. I, I like that. It's a nice little cozy security blanket. Um, any quick thoughts there, Scott, on this one? No. Look, look at that uh, wide receiver room. Yeah, you got like five <laughs> of the top 12 yeah. receivers right now. And yeah, your QB2 is holding you back a little bit. But you only have DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson who have outperformed expectations. So just ride with it. That's a really good roster. You'll be fine. Don't trade your yeah. first yet. Oh yeah, and just I'll just throw this in here. You said two and oh, two and one. I'm smashing, but worried I'm practically out of picks for the next three years. You're in good shape. Okay, let's move over to uh, let's move to Seth. Thank you for the super chat, Scott. You're up on this one. Twelve team, one QB, half PPR. Start nine. It's a ten player keeper league. Okay, trade Javante and a very late twenty four first for Addison and a twenty four third. Not competing this year. Start nine half PPR. Like, does Addison make it move at all? Well, it's a keeper. So I assume that what happens is that all the rest of the players go into the pool and then those yeah. add to the rookie class. So the late first is probably a decent player, but let's just call it like another Javante level player. This is essentially like trading two for one. And the third, I mean, Probably makes the third a little bit better too. I assume the rookie draft isn't separate, and maybe it is. That that's something we have to clarify: is the rookie draft separate from the rest of the pool, or do all the non-keepers go into the draft class? So, like the one hundred and one could be the best player that's not kept, along with the one hundred and one rookie. Because if so, then the thirds are valuable too. Because there's a bunch of players that are thrown in there as well. So I would take the Addison side if that's the case. If it's a true rookie draft, I could go either way. Nice. Okay, let's uh let's move on to a uh another one here. This is a non super chat. Thank you, Colin. Uh, how much would you add? Whoop. I just got swapped out. What am I reading? This one? Uh, <laughs> who's touching the buttons? I didn't even touch that. I didn't do anything. We'll, we'll, we'll read this one right here. It's meant to be. Joey Salisbury asked, trade uh, Jerome yes. Ford for a 26 first. Yes. 14 team super flex. Yes, yeah. immediately. Yes. Yep. That was actually that was actually a really good quick one to throw up there. Like, yes, if you get any first for a, a guy like yeah. Jerome Ford, you just do it. So so I have to do this though, because I said Colin James for it disappeared. How much would you add to Walker to get Amon Ra? That is Kenneth. Does Ken Walker even Kenneth. count in the trade chain? I think he does. I didn't mean, he? Yeah, he, he just had another monster game, ton of usage. Uh, I'm just giving you the selling points. I wouldn't actually buy this, but what about uh, a? Uh, yeah, Shane a doesn't believe any of this. First. He's just using it all as a, a reason to sell. I mean, these are all legitimate things that have happened. It's just, do I care or do do I think they matter long term? No, I would obviously love Amon Ross St. Brown over uh, Kenneth Walker. So what was what was the offer? Would you tack Would you tack a playoff twenty four first on to Ken Walker to get Amon Ra? Yeah, because I'm going to convince. This is where I'm going to talk to myself on the other side of my mouth and tell me, well, late first is almost a second, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Amon Ross good. He's just he's just quite good. Um, Charbonnet is starting to get some work too. It'll be interesting yes. to see how this pans out. Okay, let's move on here. Let's go to Benny Bellagio has uh, a super chat for us. Thank you, sir. It is a super flex PPR start ten. Get Fields for a mid to late first. No, Mr. Hammerhat. What do you think on this one? You no, answered before no, I could even kick no, it to you. No, smash someone in the face with a hammer if they try to make you this offer. Metaphysically, not 
or metaphorically even. Not not in real life. <laughs> don't, don't hit anyone with a hammer in real life, but no, I would not accept this trade. Yeah, Benny, we already talked about this at the beginning of the show, so if you weren't here, go back and listen. This is the price if you want to pay. This is probably the most I would consider paying. Mm-hmm. I don't personally want to pay, but if you're out there going, you know what? I don't agree with these clowns on the screen. I think Fields yeah. can be good still. He's going to get traded to another team. He's going to start 50-plus games, and then another team is going to rescue him, and he's going to be elite because he always could have been elite. This is the price you pay. Do not get roped in even after a big game against Denver if it happens this weekend to, oh, man, a first and two seconds, you know, a first and an injured starter. Like, don't get roped in. This is the price. Yeah. If you want to speculate, 24 first, 25 first, 26 first. If people are trying to gouge for more than that, let them fall on the sword. They're going to be hurting later. Okay, let's go to Tristan Matthews here. Thank you, sir. Uh, one of three, 12 teams, start 10, PPR, super flex. Uh, get Burrow and Chase for Jimmy G, Alave, Puka, Pittman, Keenan, Ferguson in an early uh, second. The roster would be... <laughs> I'm just looking at shaded Scott. I can't even finish this. <laughs> Roster would be Burrow running back to Chase and 424 first. How would I move forward without splitting these guys? I'm sorry. This was a start. It's a start 10, 12 team super flex. Uh, he's getting Burrow and Chase. He's giving Jimmy G, Alave, Puka, Pittman, Keenan, Ferguson, and a second. So, yeah. so Shane, would you pay? Chris Alave and Puka Nakua for Jamar Chase. Yes, I would. Okay. And then when you put all the rest of it for, it's basically Michael Pittman and Keenan Allen, and I guess Jimmy G counts. Yes. I mean, the, the roster sucks afterwards, but it really is bad when you have just this as your best assets. <laughs> so, yeah, I would do that. Yeah, but I mean, you have five. Definitely buying the stack there. 100%. No, but I mean, he's going, okay, now that I have Chase Burrow in all draft picks, what do I oh, do? Yeah, because yeah. my team is thin, but basically what you're saying is what is on the screen is his team right now, except yeah, for the picks, yeah. right? Yeah, I get, yeah, I, get, I, get what, I get what he's saying, but yeah. 424 first, or excuse me, four, yeah, 424 first, you can be split up uh, pretty significantly so if I wanted to do so. Kick one it, of them back to 25, use a couple, one of those first to get two starting wide receivers off a team. Someone like Amari Cooper and Tyler Lockett, you could have given a first and a second for in the offseason. So, I mean, there, there's moves to be made. Is there a way or a world where he sells all of these things on the screen for mm-hmm. more than what he's getting? Or is that the best deal he'll get? The Burrow Chase stack is the best he'll get. I mean, sure, if you add up a bunch of nickels and put them in a, the, the roller thing, you put coins in. But no, I don't think you're going to turn out be able to get an elite quarterback and the wide receiver one um, like that. No. Fair. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's go to this one right here. Husker Chads. Don't recognize this avatar or, or name if you're a new uh, new listener. Welcome. Thank you for the super chat. In Superflex, what would you ask to add in? A downgrade from T Law to Stroud. So yeah, we actually touched on that earlier, right? Wasn't it just a second you said you do? T Law for Stroud in a second. Well, Clay, so in in um destination chill, Ray and I are going back and forth right now on a Stroud and T Law deal. Oh, nice. He wants Stroud. And you know the quarterback scoring. We've documented that on this show, how it's uh yeah. you know, it's high. 
but he he tried to pull this on me this morning. I wake up, I get an offer from Ray, and when I get an offer from Ray, that means he actually took like four minutes out of his day to send an offer. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, he's serious, and he does not mess around. He'll send what he wants. There's not really haggling. So I know how to deal with Ray in terms of like when he sends something, he's serious. He sends me in that league, you know, the QB scoring. He sends me his Trevor Lawrence Mm -hmm. and I give him CJ Stroud and Nico Collins. Two for one. It's a start 12. The QB scoring is Stroud is outscored T law by like eight Mm -hmm. points per game in that format so far. But he's also leveraging me on the fact that I'm giving up Stroud's Receiver one and the stack in a start 12. And I declined it. So if that speaks to what I would add on top of Stroud to get T-Law, it is what? Not even a second, really. Like, I don't have the motivation to do it the other way. I countered him and I said, give me Jacoby Myers back. That's removing the leverage from the trade. I don't know if he does it, but that, you know, that that's so I don't don't even think it's a second, honestly. Where are you, Shane? Would you give up Nico and Stroud for uh, for Lawrence and a start 12? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Cause I'm, I'm yeah. not putting on any, anything on top of Stroud. Look, Stroud was the QB two of the class. We'll just say two. We'll find that even medium, right? Mm-hmm. He's done everything you'd want him to do with a very meh offense. Like they're, they're professional receivers. I'll give them that, but they're not particularly super great. Super great. Yeah. So no, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to add anything to him. Why should I? The, imp- the impetus, it's not on me to, to, to add something to CJ Stroud. He, he's outperformed Trevor Lawrence this year. Okay. Jillian uh, Myers, thank you for the super chat. So 12 team, one QB, start eight, PPR, 1.5 for tight ends. Have Mahomes, ETN, James Cook, Alave, Waddle, and Joku Flowers, Jacoby Myers, Boyd, Algier, a couple other running backs there. Zero and oh and three, sixth in points. Where do I go from here? So we're looking at the the squad here. It's a start eight. Start eight, it's rough. I mean, you have Mahomes, Alave. I mean, you got good players. You got you know a a great receiver and Alave. You know, you've had some injuries, but like your starting lineup's competitive. Might be a little shallow in terms of you know hammers for start eight, but yeah, this is this is a tough one because you've probably been starting what you thought was going to be a pretty good team, right? Alave, Waddle. You probably didn't start Zay Flowers to start the year, which means you missed out on a couple games. So, mm-hmm. yeah, where where do you go on this team, Shane? Do you uh do you gut the running backs and or do you trade one of the running backs and just run it back next year without? I mean, you try to win this year, but you're not like starting to move my pick level. You know what I mean? What do you do? Uh, I mean. Oh, and three start eight. I, I get real crazy in leagues like this. Can I trade Mahomes for Richardson and their best player? I don't know, would they well, it is there? a one QB. I know, mm-hmm. I know. So, okay, so you're right. Richardson, let's be let's be logical here. So, Richardson and uh, someone at the level of slightly above Zay Flowers. I mean, the team is good, but the, here's the problem it's start eight. So, am I going to be able to sell Boyd Algier? P. Ryan Spears out Pierce. Yeah, everybody after Myers. Myers is worthless. Yeah, you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna be able to move any of those people. So unless you're willing to add something to Waddle and see if you can tear up, 
unless you're willing to get balls crazy and add something to James Cook and see if you can get another elite wide receiver, you're pretty much landlocked. There's only so much you can do in a start eight. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because there's only so many moves you can make when so many players don't matter. Well, and just one more point about the start eight. Mm-hmm. So you notice in a start eight, you know what I guarantee if anybody in here is in a start eight or a start nine, go look at the teams that are a three and oh and two and one. And you see in the shallow leagues, if you had Tyreek, Tyreek Hill, Hill, Justin Jefferson, or Keenan Allen, those teams are three and oh. Yeah. In a start yeah. eight, because they've just scored so many points and they were started universally. It's not like anybody had those guys on their bench. Like those are the undefeated teams. And yeah. you might have a good team and you go, damn, I have actually a pretty good lineup, but I just don't have any of those guys that have went nuclear. And that's the volatility of a shallow league. Now, if you can hang in the mix, guess what? Waddle could go for 45 in the playoffs and you win. For the, So the same variance that's bit you thus far could win you matchups later on. So sometimes you just got to roll with what you have. You had a pretty good roster. Consolidate if you can, though. This is great from Patrick McQuinn. You guys, the best waiting for mannequin chill this, <laughs> this, is a, this week. That is a very different, mannequin very, chill. very different type of video. Um, that's on my OnlyFans. That's not on our Patreon. <laughs> and we could do a mannequin chill where we just get a mannequin of Shane and then I do the other I stream with the mannequin of Shane. How about that? <laughs> And then, and then this is perfect to put up here. It's all the same. <laughs> I don't even know what the context of that was, but there we go. We're putting that in. Let's help our friend uh, Bjornar. Commission uh, help. League is freaking out over me as commissioner, allowing another league mate to keep Stroud on the taxi and not forcing him to pick up a tight end from waivers. Has no starting tight end slash QB on active roster. I highlighted this one because I wanted to talk about it. And I actually want to get, I want to get Clay's thoughts on this because Shane and I have gone back and forth on different ways to exploit rules. I am all about, I don't give a shit about the spirit of the league. If it is not in the bylaws, I will take advantage of it. If it means if you don't have anything in there about how I have to start a competitive lineup, or if it's potential points and you don't have it in the bylaws that I need to have a full roster of a roster of 10 players which means my potential points is going to be shit, but I'm going to do whatever I can that is not explicitly defined to help my team in the future. And clearly he's trying to tank by not having CJ Stroud. So I mean, what I I put this here for you, Clay, is it based on what's in the bylaws? If your bylaws suck, is he doing anything wrong here? I mean, so I I'm the type who, first off, I'm the shittiest commissioner ever, pardon the French. Um, But I, I tend to be, like more what did you say you weren't you don't care about what i do not care care about about the spirit of the league (laughs) (laughs) i guess i care a little bit more about the spirit of a league i i don't like stuff like this with stroud sitting on the taxi and and uh inactive players in lineups yes bylaws are bylaws and if that's what your league has been going off of you know, since since the start of the league, if everything is going by the bylaws and this is not against the bylaws, then yeah, I mean, whatever. That person is just taking the uh, taking the ability to do that. Max point four fixes this, in my opinion. Uh, the only thing, Matt, is it doesn't if you do not require teams to have a full roster. Because I'm in a league where we had it as potential points or max points, and what we don't have in the bylaws is you have to have a full roster. And a dude dropped down to 12 players. So my potential points is going to be zero. So 
or it's going to be very low because I literally don't have any bench players and my lineup sucks. So you have to have both rules in there to make it effective. Dude, I don't think there needs to be anything in the bylaws um, that says you have to submit a player in each roster slot. That's implicit um, without being explicit. Um, and if he doesn't like it, I'll kick him out of the uh, the, the league. Um, nice. Nice hold back there. Thank Shane. you. Thank you. I, it's <laughs> that simple. As the commission, dude, I don't care who you pick up. Like, literally, I don't care who you pick up. It needs to be a tight end that is on an NFL roster, and you need to submit a lineup with them on it. They, yeah. That is being flat out just lazy if you're going to, like, I'm going to submit a zero. You know how many tight ends you can find that never get receptions? So a can he start Brett Rippin? Fine. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> At quarterback? Sure. <laughs> But he needs to start a tight end at tight end. And C.J. Stroud, that's what taxi squads are for. He doesn't want to start C.J. Stroud. He doesn't need to. So with the one hand, I'll smack him across the face. And then the other, I will rub his belt. I, I do think it is important. The theme of this question is, in your bylaws, if you're the commish, address the minimums of what people need to do. Because yeah. you cannot penalize somebody that goes, well, I ne- no one told me I couldn't start this player. No one said, I mean, every one of them is different. I've been in leagues where people find creative ways to start to tank and then people don't like it. And then they start creating rules on the fly. Oh, you got to start that guy. He's better than that guy. As soon as you start legislating that stuff, it's a slippery slope in terms of why aren't you enforcing it here versus enforcing it here. So at least make it clear what the minimums are. And if people don't adhere to the minimums, then you have some sort of penalty. Badass hat Zane. Shane, I'm Shane. Shane. That, that's my that's my nephew's name. I was literally just thinking about Shane. You it, might know me. It, it is a bad arse hat there with the, with yeah. the hammer on it. I'll uh, I'll drop the link to our to our merch store in the again. Uh, and I tried to drop the link in YouTube, and YouTube will not let me shill. But um, yeah, the 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 link to the merch will be in the YouTube description. So go get yourself some hammer hats. Yeah, I, I need hey, to get a uh, get Christmas a is coming. Yamaka, nope, not Yamaka. Hanukkah is coming. Um, <laughs> I can't. I, I'm looking forward to re-listening to it actually because I missed what Shane just said. I'm actually pretty disappointed that I'm not participating in this uh, laughter. Hanukkah is coming. Christmas is coming. It's the best time to buy presents for your family and your family needs uh, hammer hats because children love nothing more than, especially my kids. They're gonna love all mm-hmm. the. the the hammer hats they get for Hanukkah. Yeah, and Dazone's in the uh in the Patreon and he's bought a bunch of stuff. He was like, Hey, I need like a, a mug too, like a glass mug. And I was like, Okay. And I went in there and I and I made it. And he was like, Yep, that'll do it. So right now we're lean enough with not too many orders to where I can like like customize something for you a little bit. Should be careful about what I say there. But okay, let's go to Zachary uh Skeens here. Thank you for the super chat. Proudly showing off the fact that he's a Dolphins fan. 12 team, start 11, PPR, super flex, 1.5 for tight ends. Mahomes, Goff, Kyler, Tony Pollard, Aaron Jones, Warren, Kyron, Charbonnet, Pitts, Chase Smith, Hollywood, Judy, Shahid. 0-3, second most points scored. What do I do if I fall to 0-5? No 24 first. Well, you lost Mike Will. Yep. You definitely have some problems in certain spots, but I mean, for me, I have a team like this too, where it's just struggling. It's struggling to get wins, but it's like fifth in potential points. And I'm like, I don't have my 24 first. And I already bet against myself earlier in the year. 
So I think you just keep fighting. Got to have some pride, you know what I mean? Even if you don't make the playoffs or even if you do just make the playoffs and get eliminated in round one, there is no way I am putting my tail between my legs and tanking a team for somebody else when they have my first, not when I have Mahomes and Goff and some of these pieces. So I think you just keep keep fighting. Try to get in, try to claw your way back into the mix, and this is a team that you know could be dangerous in the playoffs if you get there. Yeah, it is a, it is a pretty solid team. Aaron, Aaron Jones, maybe he's... I don't know. Is he fine? He's fine this week. He's going to play hey, this week. Sounds like he's already going yeah, to play. Good working. to go. Christian Watson's going to play. We're going to be fine. Good. Good. Okay. All right. Let's go to uh, Tom here. Thank you for the super chat. Quick one. Price check on on Atwell. So let's go with 12 team super flex, PPR, start time. So I'm just curious on what you think. Tutu Atwell's profile looks like aside from what he's done thus far in three games. I mean, what does it translate to when Cooper Cup comes back? Because he's been pretty good. He's run the most routes on the team, which is interesting. Uh, his target share is usable, but not like I have to have it in my lineup. Um, he, he does look almost identical to Tank Dell. It's just he has this other hammer receiver that if he comes back, like he's not getting 20% of the target share mm-hmm. when Cooper Cup comes back. So I want to say he's a sell high, but like, Shane, can you even sell Tutu Atwell? I mean, what can you get to where it's like it's worth more than me being able to start him for the next week or two versus what somebody is going to pay me? Dude, if I can get a second, I'm out. Give me a second for Tutu. What if you can't? Because I wouldn't pay a second. Because I can, you know what? There's there's 10 receivers I can throw in that I probably don't have to pay. Then I'll add a third to him and see if I can get a second. And if I still can't do that and someone offers me a third, well, I'm just going to let them sit on my roster. Because what's the worst that could happen if I'm only offered a third? I don't get a third round pick. What's the best that can happen? He continues to pop somehow against all conventional wisdom and somehow earns himself uh, into the spot where he's worth it to um, a second. Then, then I sell him. So for me, I, I'm fine holding him at that price. Would you trade him for a spot start running back? Like, would you trade if you trade needed a running Zach back? This, right. If you were not playing him this week, would you trade him for Zach Moss? No, because Zach Moss has limited utility. Zach Moss is uh, fantasy utility and viability. Does 2-2 two, two not if Cooper track. Cup comes back in week five? Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I know for a fact if Jonathan Taylor comes back that Zach Moss is going back into the closet and we're never going to see him again. But it's a one week thing, right? Like I, if, yeah, if I have paying, not played two two Atwell I'm not yet, paying, this year. I'm not paying. I'm not paying a second rounder for a spot start. I'm not paying something. But you're that not. Can mature. I'm not paying something that can mature to second round value for a spot start. Now that's too short sighted. You got to think two not. steps ahead. Yes, you are. You already said you'd want a second for two two, and I told you you, you will said, not. You said you that. will not get you a second. Said that. You no. said that. I'll go you, on GLF right now and find one. You cannot get a second for Tutu Atwell in trade. Who who can who whose value can appreciate more likely Tutu Atwell's or Zach Moss? Neither. Oh Jesus Christ! No, that, that is not the correct <laughs> answer. It's a binary, one or the other. It is a binary question. This is in philosophy. You have okay, to Zach Moss in a third for Tutu Atwell, and I need Zach Moss this week. No, no, don't, I don't. I don't need anybody in week four, it, bro. <laughs> You should see some of my teams where I am literally hunting for two running backs every week. And I go to the market and I go, who has them? I get you. I get you. And I'll start somebody, but I'm saying I'm trying to look, if I'm in a position, if I, if I'm in a position where I have two, two at well, and I'm, it's, I'm just going to let it mature. Why am I going to take a third? A third doesn't help me. And that's what no, Zach, Zach Moss, Moss and a third. Zach, 
Zach yeah. Moss, Zach Moss is almost immaterial to this discussion because Zach Moss, as you noted, is a spot start. Not even Kyron Williams. At least Kyron Williams, I can I can tell myself he's going to start for the rest of the year, even though well, he's RB twelve now. So Ooh, that's yeah. you've blown yeah. that out of the well, water. Give it another week of production like last week, and then maybe I can make that move. <laughs> but my point being, I'm not I'm not gonna I am not gonna move him for that it, now. You're this, a buyer of Zach Moss is what I got out of that. This is a great, uh, <laughs> this is a great market dynamic topic because like we literally just said, Shane, would you pay a second for the roster clogger receiver? That's two, two at well. And the answer is no, but then you wouldn't trade him for Zach Moss in a third when you need Zach Moss. So because one of those things can actually mature in value. One of those things can appreciate in value and it ain't Zach Moss. Cause as soon as John Taylor comes back, it's all right, Zach Moss, you go away now. But appreciate to do what? To be at least a second. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is just going to go in circles. <laughs> okay. Uh, Deloney, uh, Bestiner, dropped a uh, dropped a super sticker at 856. Did you, you know say Deloney? A... I'm guessing Delone? that's probably Dylan E. <laughs> 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 and we've hit the witching hour. Deloney, <laughs> yeah. That's something Shane would say. <laughs> nice. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. This podcast that I listened to, I think I've said before, but they call it the deep end. Once you get yeah. towards the end of it, you just start being silly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go to, uh, all right, Shane, say this name, please. Joao Victor Machete. <laughs> it's mannequin again. Uh, we'll go Jao Vitor Machiori. That is much closer. Uh, Mark than yeah. Yes, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Good job. Thank you for the super chat, Brazil. Yeah, I think so. Twelve teams start ten super flex half PPR two trades. Rashad White for Elijah Moore and a twenty four third. Let's go with that one first. Rashad White for Elijah Moore and a twenty four third. I'm keeping Rashad White and a half PPR personally. You guys? Yep. Yeah. Okay. The second one is twenty four first plus Nico Collins for Waddle. The second trade, is it value or should I aim for Chase? Bro, you could aim for Chase with a 24 first and Nico, but you're just going to get laughed at and ridiculed. At least you should. Um, I think Waddle for Nico and a 24 first is, is, is a great deal, assuming it's not the 101, 2, 3, 4. Yeah. If, if it's a projected mid-24 first, Scott, what, what yeah. side are you on that? Are you willing to go anti-leverage, throw a mid-24 first on top of Nico for Waddle? Yeah, only for the logic that I, I really don't think Waddle is probably worth paying multiple firsts for if you assume that you could break Nico up, but I do think the name Waddle and the asset Waddle is worth getting here. Yeah. Just because like Waddle is the guy that could get you to chase. Nico doing a 24 first is not going to really help get you there. But if you have Waddle and you can, especially if you buy at the right time, I think that's one of those where you just buy the asset because the asset has a lot more leverage than mm-hmm. the pieces that you got, you gave up to get them. So yeah, I'm good with that. All right. Thank you for that super chat. Let's go a uh, quick one here. Yo, Scott, Shane, Swift or Puka and a half PPR. Man, this was a tough one. Because you know the funny thing is, all we heard all offseason was that Swift is bad at rushing, and he needs a team that will just give him the ball and uh, you know target the running back, which the Eagles have not yep. done. And Swift has not gotten targets yet. You know, and Chain's an Eagles fan, so he can speak to it. But 
it just looks different when Swift hits the hole versus every other running back they have. So is it that he was a bad rusher or is it that maybe something Detroit was doing, wasn't allowing him to, cause he sure looks like, I mean, he's the guy on the Eagles that's getting six and a half a carry and every other running back is getting like 3.5. So is yeah, it the system I, or is it Swift? What is it? I mean, the thing is, is every time they show a replay, the hole is about the yeah, side it, of, of a exactly. parking lot. So maybe his first step is just that much quicker. His burst is just that much quicker to get to that hole. And that's all you need. And I mean, Gainwell doesn't have that burst when I watch no, it. Penny it, definitely doesn't have it. So where, well, I mean, is it no. just that he, he's the best fit and we just didn't see it until we see it? Yeah. And honestly, I did, I did not see them using him. And even last night, the, the usage was kind of split. Although if you looked at it, it was in the second quarter, it was gain well because Swift blew up a blitz assignment. And then the fourth, there was a lot of gain well because they were just running down the clock at the end of the game. Um, that said, I definitely didn't see Deontay or Deontay, DeAndre Swift getting 15 rushing attempts a game on the Eagles. Um, that said, I'm going to take Puka. Um, one's a running back, the other isn't. As much as I like DeAndre Swift, he's still behind Jalen Hurts in goal line carries. And that will never mm-hmm. change. And you know what? If some of these, and I'm not saying it will, but some of these 20-yard runs turn into 10-yard runs, some of these 10-yard runs turn into four-yard runs, and then all of a sudden that, that those numbers, if the efficiency drops even a little bit, well, a lot, let's be honest. If the efficiency drops, then there's not going to be scoring there because he's still not getting a lot of targets. He only had two targets because that's still game well's realm. 25 first or Swift? 25 first. Yeah, I mean, I think this goes back to I was just looking up the the market share and Swift's at eight percent, Gainwell's at seven, so it's low for an offense, but it's also split, so it's probably just not going to get there from a receiving standpoint. So yeah, if you want to liquidate any running back for a first, I mean, you know the names, pretty much anybody but the top couple, that's an easy smash. So I'd take the first. We stay bullin'. Thank you for the super chat. Twelve teams start ten super flex PPR QBs are Anthony Richardson, Kyler Cousins. It's a good room there. Running back, uh, sorry, RB backups. Okay, that's his running back or backups. Wide receivers, DK Addison, Marquise Brown, Gabe Davis, Jamison Williams, tight end is Andrews. Offered Cousins and Jamison for Flowers. What? He countered with me adding Gabe. Thoughts? And a super flex? So, yes, he offered Cousins and he was going to get Zay Flowers. And then he countered by he also has to add Gabe Davis. I, well, he offered I, Cousins and JMO for right. Zay Flowers. Which JMO is a zero in this deal. So it's yeah. basically Cousins for Flowers, which was rejected. And he countered with Cousins and Gabe. I'll let Shane answer, but if you were already going to send Cousins, Gabe Davis is not breaking the deal. If I want Zay Flowers, all I need to give is Gabe Davis. I can also argue I wouldn't have made the deal. I don't think there's a reason for you to make the deal with what you have either. So it's up to yeah. you. What's the move here? First off, right? What is it like? He lists out AR, Kyler, and Cousins. He doesn't exactly like, is he trying to stank here? Is this strategic I, tanking going on? I would assume that has to be because uh, what's that guy's name? Kirk Cousins is uh, giving you good production every week. And QB2 thus far. Yeah, if you're trying to compete you definitely want to make this move i like uh i like uh, flowers a lot i i don't i don't understand why you would do this so no no i'm not going to do this um 
no. I would consider no. this as like, thank you for bailing me out. And then when, yeah, he, yeah. when, the, when he sends you the original offer back, which has happened to me in the past, I go, I don't know what I was thinking when I sent that to you. Thank <laughs> God you you didn't, weren't smart enough to take it um, and just make fun of him. So no. And people will take you on your word for that. They'll be like, yeah, that's actually like a very Shane thing that could have happened. I've right? definitely, oh, I've a thousand Manic percent. versus chill. Yeah. I've a thousand percent told people in the past when they've rejected a trade like that and then sent a counter that I rejected and I'd go, I can't believe you didn't take the first offer. That was terrible on my part. Thank you. <laughs> oh, and everybody loves that. Oh, Johnny yeah. Mac. 12-team Superflex PPR start 11. Trade a late 24 first for Javante. Is this a 32-team league? Trade a third for Zach Moss, and you get the same thing until he's dead. Then it's Javon, get, Javante Williams premium league, though. No. One, no, no? Hard pass. Yeah, definitely not. Okay. Let's go to uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Matt West. So we talked about Tank Dell earlier. Thank you for the super chat. It was thoughts on CJ Stroud and Tank Dell. Sell high or keep him. Definitely want to go back and listen to that portion of the show. But Shane, what are you thinking? What are you thinking here? What's your organic response when you see that? Sell high or keep him? Sell, but again, would you sell him for a projected late 24 second? No. Okay. Second and a third? if it's not a second what do you want look it, it, clay's the one to put the caveat that it's a late second right so say it's the dude that's six and oh running away with the league he's 70 points clear the next closest guy do i want his or her second not particularly okay i got nothing <laughs> <laughs> we're challenging shade's value of seconds i think tonight and in the conversation with small receivers it's like I mean, tank it's, dell it's, tutu atwell there's there's like a disconnect here look there, there are days that i'll say this like even in my own leagues like i won't put in this much work they're looking at what the actual second is but if someone asks me for advice i i need to know because i'm giving you advice mm -hmm. i want you to take the advice right and if it's i don't want you failing because of my laziness if i fail because of my own laziness like i didn't feel like looking looking at where that second is in my league and it ends up being the 212 well fine that's on me so not great bob thank you for the super chat give laporta and everett get a 25 first second and fourth it's a start 13 2 qb wait 2 qb super flex what are, Shane, what are do, we do all the math with that score look at chain. this look at this let, so let me read it. Let me try to read it out. So it is a two QB super flex. We're so you can go start two, three. You can start yeah. three QBs. Yeah, you can start three QBs. It's a start 13, two tight ends, five point per passing touchdown, minus four for interceptions, 0.33 per carry. Yeah. And then some tier PPR action. Future and first are in the two rookie tight draft. Ends. It's yeah, two, two tight, tight ends end and, and two PPR. Two tight, a, and two PPR. So no, I'm bonkers. Not yeah. No, I'm not I'm not giving up Laporta for in, in that range. Laporta, in case you haven't seen Twitter, is I'm not even gonna recite the stats, but also a lot of this uh this discussion leading up to what the actual trade was wasn't even really germane to the conversation. Let's keep it on point, people. Um, no, I'm not giving up Laporta for a first and effort and Oh, wait, he has to give Laporta and Everett 
for the first, second, fourth. No, I'm not doing that. No, I'm holding on to Laporta. What what do you charge for Laporta in that uh in that format, Scott? He's like two firsts if you want him off of me. So this is not great, Bob. Brian, everyone knows him as being our uh well, he's going to be the future resident commissioner of all DD leagues going forward. But he plays in some wacky leagues. And this was one where I I would have to, I know the league that he's speaking to. We've done roster reviews for him before. Like I would just need to look at the war start, the war chart on this. Like I would really need to like visualize how to roster construct because like I'm reading here going, man, two QBs and super flex QBs are super valuable, right? Then you get to the scoring and you go, man, shitty QBs aren't valuable at all because it's negative four for interceptions. 0.33 0.33 point per carry. So the high end running backs are probably really valuable guys that get a lot of touches. And then you go, Oh yeah, casually it's two tight end and two PPR. And I'm giving away potentially the tight end one in dynasty in Laporta apparently. So I think like, I can't even really fathom this until I actually visualized it. So that's uh, yeah. to be determined. He knows how to reach us though. He can hit us up in the discord. If we really want to yeah. look at the, uh, the scoring matrix and the, the war distribution on that one. So I'm glad you brought up roster reviews too. So hit us up. You can either go to dynastytradesand5.com slash roster review uh, or just go to dynastytradesand5.com and look to the left-hand side of the screen. But roster reviews are going to start increasing in volume here, like now, uh, just based on our experience from last season going uh, going on back order a few times. Uh, So yeah, if you're interested in a roster review, hit us up. You can check out the options where I just told you to go. We have a peer-to-peer option. We have a live one with Shane and Scott where you can do a live Zoom with them, which is awesome. Uh, And we also have the the hammer tier review where where you get a portion of our live stream dedicated to your review. We'll give you some merch, all sorts of other stuff. It's a, you know. What's well, the four seasons of reviews or something we'll call it. Anyway, check it out. Uh, DynastyTradesAnd5.com slash roster review or email roster review at DynastyTradesAnd5.com. Again, there's the peer-to-peer, the live uh, with Shane and Scott, and then the uh, the hammer review. Good stuff. Wanted to get that in there because, yeah, it, it's <laughs> the volume starts getting ridiculous right now. So I'm not even being salesy when I say, like, book ahead. Okay. We're back to uh, Jao Vitor Marchiori. Uh, with another super chat, uh, one of two, 12 teams start 10 super flex, half PPR, strong contender with Pat and Deshaun Watson, wide receiver Evans, Addison, Dotson, Nico Collins, Dio John. How can I remain contending? Flipping my two of two. Thank you for the additional super chat. Flipping my running back room to wide receivers, running backs are Brees Hall, Rashad White, Jacobs, Kyron Williams, Ajay Spears, Gainwell. My league values running backs. want to keep contending but not suck in 24. Well, if your league values your running backs, you have too many running backs here. I would be trying to get out on Mm. Rashad White or Josh Jacobs or Kyron Williams, any of those three, two of the three, because I think you're good enough with – your core of Watson and Mahomes and the receivers that you have. I mean, you could still flip Mike Evans or Nico Collins, but like really I'm probably looking at which running backs can I liquidate. Then I can just determine if I want to buy another piece with what I get back and extend my roster shelf life a little bit more. I, I don't want to be riding Rashad White, Josh Jacobs, or Kyron Williams all year. Like it, you, you don't want to be left holding all three of those guys at the end of this year. So I'd be willing to get out on at least one, if not two. 
Yeah, I mean, sometimes people answer their own questions. Um, I don't know if they mean to do that or if they just don't notice that they answered their own question. But you mm -hmm. said it, your league values running backs. We'll go try to trade some of those running backs. Um, I, I I don't want to get into the Brees Hall. I probably wouldn't be looking to move him, but you have several running backs that you, you could move. Yeah, it's interesting when you think about it that way. Like league values, running backs a lot. It's like, well, you have too many. <laughs> if they're that valuable, why are they? Yeah, interesting stuff there. All right. So Kugski, what's up, Kugski? He's in the uh, he's in the Discord. Thank for the super chat. One of two, fourteen team start eleven super flex PPR two point for tight ends. Came out of a rebuild strong at five and one. Second in points four. Full orb with Tucker Strong, uh, <laughs> with Tucker Strong, Foreman, and Zamir have Watson, Herbert, Anthony Richardson at QB, plus an extra 24 first and second. Tear off of Anthony Richardson or Watson to get extra picks and or hammer running back. Buy with picks or keep riding it till we get deep into the season. Also have Waller, Laporta, and Ingram pivot to one running back you know my answer i have a team with mahomes herbert and richardson and it's a league where the qbs are super scarce it's a 14 teamer i'm not touching that until i have to that's my last ditch effort if my, my pivoting off of one of those qbs and i mean he's got the same thing but it's it's watson not mahomes so i'm Nope. I'm, I'm, I'd rather fill in the gaps before I move one of those guys. That's the last thing I'm doing unless it's just a crazy offer where I go, you've offered me four starters for Justin Herbert. Okay, I'll trade him, but that's it. Like, yeah. It's got to be insane. Yeah, and, and if I were going to move one of those quarterbacks, it wouldn't be to fill a running back position. It'd be to get me here. Get, for that, I want a top five dynasty receiver. Like It's mm -hmm. got to be Chase, Jefferson, C.D., Lamb. Chris Olave um, or Puka Nakua. Joking, not Puka Nakua. <laughs> Joking. All right, we, uh, we've we just got a couple left here, it looks like. Uh, think of that super chat, Kugski. I'm going to hide this one. Okay, okay. Going to Sean Salka. Thank you very much. 12 teams start nine, half PPR. Lamar, Watson, Carr, Bijan, Gibbs, Derek Henry, Jerome Ford, NERB on a 53. Cup, Alave, Tyree Kill, Godwin, Deontay, Burks, Tutu, Kelsey, and Joku. 124 first, likely, he says likely number three. Uh, thirds and 24 to 26, no other seconds or firsts. Two of two, need help to make a move to secure the ship as there are two competitive teams with me. We'll need to be a hammer type, I assume. Not a big market for Burks or uh, Dio John. Yeah, there's not a big market for Burks because he sucks. Um, <laughs> Dio John because he's injured. Um, but anyway, 12 teams start nine. What's the question? He just wants to know kind of what to do. What, I, I will say, I will say this: Shane uh, Shane writes a really good article every week talking about utilization. There's a lot of utilization reports out there. Uh, Fantasy Life has a really good free site that updates everybody's target share yards per route run quality of their targets pretty much anything you'd want to know about wide receivers specifically uh one thing that i'm going to be trying to do is on teams where i'm trying to contend but i'm stuck with this weird value of receivers that are not producing 
So like Burks is perfect where he is worth, Mm -hmm. you're not getting a first, but he's also one of those guys where as soon as he does anything, if it's positive, people will go, Oh, I like him again. Yep. Like, can I pivot to a less desirable receiver that I know is good, that is way more productive that I can probably get for Like, that's how I want to get out of guys like Burks. Like Jacoby Myers in a, in a second would be ideal. That that kind of thing. The thing is, I don't even need it. I don't even need the plus if I can get the plus fine, Hmm. but if I can go to, I mean, I'm looking at market share right now. If I can go to Marquise Brown for Traylon Burks, like he's just a flat out better player. The risks that I'm buying are different than the risk that I'm buying. If I'm holding Traylon Burks, right? Like with Burks, I'm waiting for a window but I also know he has the name value to go on top of it to where if the window happens, I probably have a better asset. Once I pivot to a guy like Hollywood Brown, I'm stuck with him. I got to hope he's a good player. But if you have those guys, you know, Myers, Hollywood Brown, there's a couple others that I'm not super bullish on, but you know, even a tier below like Elijah Moore been a little bit better than I thought he would be this year. Um, Like you could go to that range and see if you can swap one for one. Don't get greedy though. Cause he says Burks has no market. Have you guys tried to move Burks in a league? It's not no. that he's not worth anything. Nobody wants him. So it's like no one even tries to get him. So that, that's what you got to do to get out of those guys. Otherwise, they just rot on your bench. And your danger of turning into Rashad Bateman next year where you end up holding, 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 and then it never works. Yep. Okay. Let's go to uh, let's go to Michael McKevin here. Thank you for the super chat. What are you selling Jordan Love for in terms of picks? Rebuilding and deep at QB. Might be able to get 25 plus 26 first and a 25 third and a 26 second. So if you're really deep, you're rebuilding, you're deep at QB though, would you sell Jordan Love for a 25 first and a 26 first? Why? If you're rebuilding, yep. aren't you comfortable holding quarterback assets that you're not thinking are going to expire? I mean, if it's Kirk Cousins, then okay, I can understand selling him, but a guy that still has maybe an upward market a little bit. I don't know. Shane, what do you think you're rebuilding? Aren't you comfortable holding Jordan love? Yeah, I like love. I I probably paid absolutely nothing or minimal to get them uh, late first in most uh, leagues to get them. If that, I have no impetus to sell them for a 25 and a 26 first. Again, if it's a 24 and a 25 and I'm rebuilding, I'll think about it. Like that's, that's different for me. That's a different math equation, but that 26 first, meh, meh. You know what I will do that I think is where you gain leverage and you can end up in a better spot. Now you're going to take a little risk, but look at the QBs that someone is coming to you that has, and they want Jordan love, right? Like if they go, man, I'm sick of my Daniel Jones QB room. Mm-hmm. All right. Daniel Jones and a 25 first for Jordan love, put your money where your mouth is. You want the younger quarterback that has upward mobility and value throw in your Daniel Jones. And immediately they're going to see through that deal and go, ah, man, they're going to see the rosy side of Daniel Jones again. As soon as you ask. for Yeah. Him. Yeah. Right. What about Kenny Pickett? Same kind of thing. Try to move uh, love for uh, Pickett in the first. The point is if you're right on the QB, you get back, you netted a free first in a rebuild where you yeah. were comfortable going with one of the QBs to begin with, but don't let them just buy for picks. Ask for that other QB they have that they're a little down on. So try that first. Yep. Guys, that's all we got. That's oh. all we got. Yeah, okay. yeah, on our on our starred list. We have 425 people in here. Make sure to uh, hit that like 
do us a favor, hit that like. Easiest way to help out the channel on your way out. He said someone's offering me a 25 second for Moss. Okay, so bye yeah, bye. Take that second. The, the take freak. it. Yeah. Uh, but check out patreon.com slash all gas. Take a peek at our dynasty trades in five tier. We'd love it if you join us over there. Lots of extra content. Live AMAs. We got morning drives with Shane and Scott, all sorts of stuff. So patreon.com slash all gas or go to dynastytradesin5.com. And on the left hand side of the screen, you can see our Patreon, roster reviews, merch store, all of that good stuff. So that's all I got. Guys, you want to say bye to the uh bye to the crowd here? Bye. Bye. There's a bye. I mean, Shane? so for, for a lot of you, we won't see you again until Tuesday. And uh, that's your loss. Um, for most of you, for a good <laughs> bit of you, at least, not all, most of you, but a good bit of you, we'll see you in the chat and we'll see you, well, multiple times this week before we see everyone else, like repeatedly and talk. Yeah, no, that's another chill. awesome uh, stream. Yeah, Manic and Joel will be out as well this week. Tend to, uh, yeah, Friday is always our goal for dropping uh, Manic and Chill. So be on the lookout for that. And we do do, we finally, I think, figured out the recording bot in Discord. Nice. So anytime Shane and I just do a quick rap session, we jump into the, the stages and just do a quick discussion. And we can start doing that a little more often once we start getting the groove of things and once the, you know, kind of the subscriber count starts to go up in there to where it's constantly full and we can get 25, 30 people pretty much at any time. Yep. We'll jump in there, we'll record it, and we'll release it just in the Discord. And just let everybody that was in there listen to it. Because not everybody can make the stages. Uh, sure. The Monday morning drive isn't the greatest time for a lot of people to, you know, tap in live. And it's a you know, pretty good, it's a pretty good crowd for eight o'clock in the morning and, or whatever time it is. Yeah, it actually world. was. There's like a dozen people it is. or something on there. Yeah, it is. So, but the, you get extra content. And it's a lot of times just Shane and I, like we're already in there typing. Let's just, I'd rather talk let's than type. Talk. So yeah, yeah let's yeah. go in there and just chat. Yeah, and Saturday AMAs, you guys go for an hour. It was like, or hour plus. It was 9 to 10 p.m., 9, 10, 15. So good stuff. And those those have been spicy the last couple of weeks. Shane and I get into it on a couple of topics. Just like if you like the Zach Moss 2 2 Atwell, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that's the level of pettiness that those AMAs get to. Right. Oh, man. Good stuff. All right, y'all. I'm going to uh, end this stream. Have a good one. See you.